Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hey, Brian here. Kimberly here. here. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's start again. We both waited. Kevin here. Kimberly here. And this episode is our live episode from Broadway Con. That's yeah. right. We are joined by the amazing Alex Brightman. And this episode is brought to you in part by our friends at Gold Star with the best customer service and the best tickets to all the best live events. To check out what they have, go to goldstar.com backslash broadwasted and see everything they have to offer. And don't forget to use our code broadwasted at checkout for $10 off. $10 off? $10 off. That's two cups of coffee. Sometimes four cups of coffee, depending where you go. <laughs> Lots of coffee, people. It's almost a drink. Check it out, goldstar.com, and here's our episode. <laughs> Did you bring wine? I got the glasses. You guys, I made a quiz. No, I didn't bring anything, but I'm here to have fun. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, and welcome to the official Broad Wasted Podcast, where we're drunk on theater. I'm your host, Brian Plofsky, and it's showtime. We're here live from the New York Hilton Midtown with a full audience ready to go to Broadway Con 2019. We're going to be a little naughty and a lot loud, but not quiet or pathetic, because when I grow up, we're going to drop the hammer. I'm right here with my three best friends to forget all about it, all on the open road, because things are different, except for the thing about Andy. Forget it all, <laughs> because if you're not going to be the hero out there on the road and get closer to her with daffodils, then why even fight the dragons when time stops? I'm, gonna Just, le- I'm leaving. <laughs> More glory days, Jeffrey. <laughs> oh yeah. Just start over. Hello, and welcome to the official Broadwasted <laughs> Podcast. I hate you. I know you do. In the end of time, this is how it ends, so let's just stick it to the man. Joining us today are the usual day-o-ers who jump into line, including Kevin Shakes and Nora Jager. Okay, I'll yeah, take that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. Our what-a-game-master and unofficial babysitter for the hour, Kimberly Schmidt. us today is a guest who you may mostly know from the forever memorable turn as episode 89's guest of Broad Wasted. <laughs> 89! 89! <laughs> but there are some crazy rumors floating around that he was in Wicked, everyone's favorite show, Glory Days. Right? Yes! Matilda, Big Fish, apparently um, he was Tony nominated for the role of Dewey in School of Rock? Sure. Sure. Why not? Also, apparently, we only have School of Rock alumni on our Broadway Sid Live (laughs) podcast. (laughs) Next up, he will be seen again on the Great White Way as the ghost with the most Beetlejuice. Let's give... (laughs) Let's give a big Broadway Sid returning welcome to friend of the show. Friend of the show. Alex Brightman. Alex Brightman. Alex Brightman. Hooray! The last podcast left rappers from their candy in this bowl. (laughs) (laughs) All right. How you doing? Welcome. Thank you very much. What a great intro. I feel like that's my it feels like that's my eulogy. <laughs> it just sounds like I died. Well, we'll see how this hour goes. That's yeah. true. I gotta say, I have to be really honest. 
the, what we're drinking this evening. Oh, we were doing this already? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we, we could. Yeah. I just want to say it because it's really, it's, uh, I, I got here early and I wanted to pregame this podcast. And so I, I got a bottle of champagne from the lobby and uh, some orange juice and I shared it with uh, the search for Elle Woods' Autumn Hurlbert. And, um, <laughs> and then I said, I, maybe, maybe I'll drink some vodka. And so Brian made me, I, I, we have to come up with a name for this by the end of the podcast. It's Ice Vodka. Rekha. It's delicious. <laughs> lime seltzer, off-brand lime seltzer, mm-hmm. and olive juice. Both. Yeah, both. Yes, That's what I thought. Nice. And then I tasted it, and you're right. <laughs> but Brian thought it would be better because it was lime-flavored seltzer and not just a lime. Like, it was okay to do both because it was a lime flavor. No, I'd rather so. shove a lime in my ass right now. <laughs> so, what have you seen this week? <laughs> Shout out. What have you seen this week? You're all here in New York. What have you seen? Hit it. Share Show, King Kong, The Prom. Merrily. Yeah. Fans Visit. Choir Boy. A lot of good stuff. What was that? Oh, so good. So, you're not still there? Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Cool. Well, obviously, there's a lot to see in New York. Um, in the spring, there's something else that you might want to see. It's the Ghost with the Most Beetlejuice. So yeah. uh, look into that. But um, so with returning guests now, we do something called Would You Rather? So because it's so cold outside, this theme is Winter Edition. Mm, good, cool voice. <laughs> do, do, do. Is this from an elementary school? Oh, yeah. I pulled this from an elementary So all of, yes, thank you, Kimberly. <laughs> I found these all on like an elementary school website, so they're like for like kindergarten through fifth grade. So (laughs) here we go: ice skates or rollerblades? Rollerblades in California. We played in the streets. Okay. Would you rather build a snowman or build an igloo? I'd rather build an igloo because snowman means Christmas for me, and I'm a Jew. Okay. Great. Fair. Would you rather stay home from school on a snow day or have an extra day added to school vacation? Ooh. I'm from California originally, so, but I've been here for 15 years, so I think I actually have to go have an extra day added to vacation. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Great. I know my audience. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Mittens or gloves? Who cares? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes you get, like, the fingies in one. The other ones, it's like, oh, I can't, I can't grab the this. Fingies? Yeah, Stay, the fingies? Sticking with my answer. Great. <laughs> Would you rather make a snow angel or have a good snowball fight? Uh, I like to think that I am a snow angel, so... Uh-huh. <laughs> so no matter what you do, the snow angel is present. There... Yeah, that's me. I'm just right. like, I'm Broadway's snow angel. You heard it here first. That's, is that in your Beetlejuice bio? <laughs> this is one of the worst things I've drank in my life. <laughs> but I'm going to drink it for the podcast. 89. 89. <laughs> Do you want to Well, would you rather drink hot chocolate or drink hot apple cider? Hot chocolate all the way. Apple cider. No good. Okay. Would you rather be hit in the head by an icicle yes. or in the face oh. with a snowball? <laughs> this is an elementary school would you rather. That's super dark. Yeah. yeah. Hitting the head with an icicle or hitting the face with a snowball? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Head with an icicle. Don't see it coming. Well, at least it doesn't hit your face with the icicle. Right. And then, then you're dead and you don't see it coming. Face, yeah, like icicle, bleeding, hospital, we did everything we could, life support, dead. Right. Yeah. <laughs> icicle, dead. Beetlejuice. Makes yeah. sense. Would you w- rather wear summer clothes in winter or winter clothes in summer? Okay. 
I had a bottle of champagne. One more time. <laughs> summer clothes in winter. Yeah, or winter clothes in summer. No, summer clothes in winter. Okay. I'm a California boy. My legs don't get cold. Okay. No. Would you rather compete in the Iditarod or yep. in a bobsled race? Hmm. What was the first thing? <laughs> I'm not that drunk. It's the same thing. No, no. No, it no is not. Iditarod's not? with the sled and dogs. Bob I am sled. that drunk. It's not the same thing. Bob sled. Oh, right, cool right, 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 right. Yeah, cool running. I did a rod. I did a rod with the sled dogs. Yeah, with Cuba Gooding Jr. And uh, yes. <laughs> would you oh, rather right. be? Cuba I guess the Cuba question is: Would you rather be in Snow Dogs? Yeah. Or Cool Runnings? Is it Cuba Gooding Jr. or John Candy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> John Candy. Okay. All the way. And then finally, would you rather stay in a cozy lodge with friends? <laughs> Or go to a beach resort alone. Beach resort alone. No! <laughs> All you people. <laughs> Can I swear on this podcast? I already did. We're having a great time. Awesome. Well, um, now that we're on a roll, let's, uh, let's play a game, Kimberly. Ooh, let's do it. Sure. Let me open my game book. Ooh. You know, for a podcast person, she's not on mic. Oh, you're not. I know. It's very far away. There you go. There you go. There it is. I feel like last year there was very loud, and I'm... Overcompensating. So I have a game <laughs> that I called Beetle Tunes and then forgot to make it Beetlejuice themed. Okay? Oh. So Great. it's a cool name. Don't worry about the rules. All right. <laughs> so basically, for this game, I need all of your help. Okay. I'm going to hold up a song so that you can all see it. So please squint because I don't know how big I wrote these. You're going to try and sing the first line of the song if you can, or like the first line of the chorus. Just the first thing that comes to your mind when I hold up this song. These three gentlemen in front of me, I'll stand behind them with the song so they can't see it, will try and buzz in the first person. Yeah, test those out. Perfect. They all work. They're going to try Almost and Almost in a tritone. In. Wait a minute. <laughs> One, two, three. Ooh. So I'll kind of know who's buzzed. Oh, yes. Beautiful. Okay, perfect. Can I identify the <laughs> so, Wait a minute. They will try and guess which song you are all singing. And no help from the platinum reserve seating section. <laughs> <laughs> they don't get to play. <laughs> For those listening at home, that section is empty. Yeah. <laughs> all right, are you ready to help? Um, let's try one just to be safe to make sure you all know how to open your mouths and make noise. Can everyone sing Maybe from Annie? Perfect. So no. The goal <laughs> Tell them they're beautiful. You picked oh, yeah. a song with so like, the hardest intervals to hear without music. <laughs> they, he, Not everyone uh, sings that all the time. How about Everybody Loves Every Louie? Every night before bed. <laughs> Seriously. Wonderful. So again, try and get as close to the beginning of the song as you can. Or harmonies just... from Sunday. Go. <laughs> yes. What if this was all like obscure Sondheim songs? Then it wouldn't go well. <laughs> We'd have a solo concert. How's the, the drink? Head. Whoever doesn't get oh, it right I has to take it. that drink. No, you don't. So good. I'm all right, I'm gonna stand up. We all need to try it at some point, yeah, Brian. It's very you did bad. This. What she puts up. Listen up. They can start wherever they want. All right. Choreography, feel free. <laughs> We're all in this together. One, two, three. Grease lightning! <laughs> Insane. And one, two, three. La vie bohème? 
Everyone's over. Company? Company. Okay. You know what's weird? I'm hitting it, and in my head, I'm going company. I'd be like, I got it, but I have to speak out loud. Make them hear you. Insane. Insane. Make them hear you. All right. I'm going to tell you my daydream for when I was going to hold this up in front of you. All oh. I wanted was for someone to stand up and say, Square, up, up, up. In 1902, father yeah. built a house. <laughs> I'm disappointed in everyone. <laughs> <laughs> one short day in yeah, Emerald fine. City. I was drinking. 96,000. What? <laughs> <laughs> It's the ones on this island, sorry. Waiting for Alex to get Waiting for life to begin. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's the the waving through a window from once on this island. That's what I know. (laughs) (laughs) Waving through this island. Yeah. (laughs) Tomorrow from Annie. Yesterday. (laughs) Last one. There's some, One day re- more. some reluctant faces that are like, yeah, <laughs> fine. One more? day more. Fine. I definitely won. Kevin just said that to you? make me angry. Yeah, I had six points, Brian had two, and Alex had four. Wait, did you actually count? No. <laughs> I was like, I didn't make those many titles. It was convincing, right? Yeah. It was very convincing. I was even Wait like, a minute. Cool, oh. Kevin wins. Guys, John Hamm just walked through the door. John Hamm, everybody! Is it fun for your podcast to yeah. get a lot of views for that? Yeah, you can't right. see it. He's not here. <laughs> um, he just left. Yeah. Perfect. Who's still looking? You were still looking? I was. Oh, he's back. He's gone. Oh, my goodness. So, Can I try the drink? That, oh, yeah. Come at least turn. I'm going to give just, you a very detailed You know topic. what you should do? Describe yeah. the drink mm-hmm. uh, as a Broadway musical. What Broadway musical does that remind you of? <laughs> Let's go. Oh. oh, no. The ice is loud. It's a rock musical. Oh, rocks musical. Sweet okay. and salty. It is. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is. You're welcome. If chips were fruit, yeah. is what it tastes like. That's my favorite musical. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, we... oh, what do I call this? In my life. <laughs> <laughs> Glory yeah. days? Sorry, I don't think I need to apologize to the guy that wrote it. <laughs> I think maybe having it's a great rent, because it's just whatever we had lying around. Sure, sure. We couldn't um, afford to buy anything new. That's the drink we made. Um, let's talk a little bit about Beetlejuice. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. What, what can we expect from it? Oh, it's so that good. That is a signature cocktail. This is our signature cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> It's called the ghost with the least. <laughs> yeah. um, the show is so much fun. I had a friend see it and think 
that it's like the uh, and a, the, one of the first absurdist musicals on Broadway. So mm-hmm. we're having like every it's like a big middle finger to convention in musical theater. So everywhere you think there's going to be an I want song, there's not. Every time you think there's going to be a song, there isn't. There's about seventy magic tricks in the show. Uh, there's fire. There's pyro. There's explosions. It is like a Vegas show mixed with a magic show mixed with a really, really deep, heartfelt musical all in one. I'm saying that not because I've been media trained. I haven't been. <laughs> so it's the Michael Bay of musicals. Yeah, but I mean, like, it's just this thing where it's like this filthy, filthy musical. And then by the end, at some points, you find yourself sort of, you know, clutching your chest and sort of like choking back tears. I really, truly think it's one of like the coolest things I've ever done. Um, and our, our uh, leading lady, Sophia Ann Caruso, who plays Lydia, is going to topple this town uh, in just a few short months. And if you're here today, if you're here, she's going to be singing very soon, uh, you're not going to want to miss it. She's one of the, she's worth your ticket price alone. And I'm saying that, and I'm in the show. <laughs> <laughs> and so the movie is 92 minutes, and Michael Keaton's only in it for 17. I'm in the first two minutes. Okay, that's it, and then you're done. And that's it? That's, that's an amazing it. contract. <laughs> that's it. That's it. I mean, without plot deals, like, who's the lady in doubt? Oh, the mom? Who, the, like, Multiple ladies in it's, doubt. It's what's her name? Viola Davis. Yeah. No, I'm in it a lot longer than her, yeah. but, uh, you know. <laughs> so, same idea. <laughs> same depth. Well, it's pulling thing, like, how does that work? Uh, we, we, well, so the movie is its own thing, and it's wonderful, and it's, yeah. it's, it's this a great color palette that Tim Burton was trying to get across. You're in a lot of Tim Burton movies to musicals. Big Fish. Yeah. That's, that's it. That's right. That's it. Two makes a lot. That's right. No, but the writers have been working on this for nearly a decade, and they've been taking all the Tim Burton stuff, not just Beetlejuice, everything. His college writings, Nightmare Before Christmas, all the sort of like artwork he did in college, cool. and a lot of the stuff is represented in the show, uh, plus some things they've invented uh, in the style of Tim Burton. So it's if you've seen the movie, great. You're going to like some of the stuff that's in it, but a lot of the plot and a lot of what's going on in the show takes a very hard right or left, depending on your, you know, <laughs> whatever your proclivities are, uh, from the movie. And so I think you'll, you don't need to see the movie to like this musical. It's, cool. um, and that, people say that a lot about sure. adaptations, but it's, we truly aren't telling the plot of the movie. Um, it is a very different idea. It's about sort of like what happens when you don't live in the moment. It's the big message. Is like people are not living in the moment. No one in the cast is living in the moment. They're living in the future, hoping it's going to get better. They're living in the past when it was better. And when that happens in life, someone or something like Beetlejuice has to come in and just put a hammer to that nerve and make you live in the moment. And so there's this beautiful message, actually, in the, uh, the show uh, about just a family trying to get back together. Uh, and it takes this sort of like fucked up demon to put them back together. Cool. Uh, and there's great music, and the cast is nuts. I mean, Leslie Kritzer runs away with half her scenes. Um, there's Carrie, there's Rob. I mean, we have, like, such a murderer's row of yeah. like, people that everyone loves anyway. And then me. You have to deal with me for some of it. But <laughs> Does it feel like a homecoming coming back to the Winter Garden? It's awesome. It's, I, well, we haven't, we haven't checked this out yet, for sure. I, 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 uh, I encourage someone to research this. I think I'm making history. I think I'm the only person in Broadway history to lead two shows back-to-back in the same theater without any gap in between. Let's not look it up. And let's applaud that. for that. Yeah. And usually it gets a standing ovation. No, just kidding. Just kidding. No. No. 
No, but I, I, I am excited to go back. It's a cool theater. It's a cool place. I'm in my same dressing room, which is yes. nuts. Uh, I came back to the Winter Garden to do something School of Rock related, and sure. the guy, Justin Collette, who's playing Dewey right now, who's phenomenal, um, along with uh, Connor Galuli, they're splitting the role. They were both there, and I just came in. I, as I rounded the corner, Justin goes, oh, what? What do you hear? Measuring for drapes? <laughs> <laughs> so, so you went back to the Winter Garden, um, but we're going to go take you somewhere else, if you don't mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> Tuesdays in the corner with Kevin. It's Kevin's Corner. Welcome to Kevin's Corner, Alex, where I have three... Highly researched questions is, that started on your Wikipedia page. This is so intrusive. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so I started on your Wikipedia page and then went down some weird rabbit holes. Let's and go. And see where they go. <clears throat> Question one. Before you took Broadway by storm as the unconventional teacher in School of Rock, <laughs> you were actually a student at Bellarmine College Preparatory. Bellarmine. Bellarmine. Thank you. I... I yeah, okay. An all <laughs> Jesuit high school in San Jose, California. Yeah. Bellarmine is known nationally for their successful quiz bowl team, yes. achieving first place nationally for the first time in 2010 yep. and taking first place at the NAQT High School National Championship Tournament in 2013 with a team that consisted of only one player, Samir Ra, playing love, by himself. Love him. Yeah, he's the best. So my question <laughs> is, Goals. if you could do a one-man version of any musical revival as a four-week limited engagement on Broadway, what musical would you do, and how would you make it a one-man show? Oh, my God. Yes. Why was the setup all that? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Kevin's Mind. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think... All right, hang on. Let's see. I think that I would like to do... Uh, this is really fun for a podcast, dead air. Um, I think, you know what I would like to do is do... Uh, you know what I'd like to do is do a one-man version of Carousel. All right. Okay. <laughs> stay, why are there groans? First of all, stay with me. <laughs> but I'd like to do it in the world of... And this usually gets a standing ovation, too. <laughs> The Minions. <laughs> and there's no standing ovation. I was looking at Squigs maybe to start it. Not, there it is. All right. <laughs> no, I don't. Uh, you know, I always wanted to. I really hope they revive Tommy at some point. I would like wow. to do. I'll do any part in Tommy. I mean that. And I will do, I will do the, the second tree. Were there trees? Was the second tree. Maybe You'll the be the pinball machine. I'll be a tree in the, in the time revival. And, and you know what? We should do the one-man show from the perspective of the tree. Sure. Ooh. And you'll play the tree. <laughs> that I'm kid's tree? playing that machine that I don't know what it's called because I'm a tree. Yeah. <laughs> it's a pinball machine, but the tree's never played should pinball. We, should we call it Tom Tree? Yeah, sure. Uh, uh, we can cut that out, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. All, right. <laughs> All right, question two. You initially ended your critically acclaimed run of, in School of Rock on Broadway on November 6th, 2016. Yep. The same day that Disney Television Animation's first computer animated series, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, aired its final episode. Whoa. Wow. <laughs> November 6th is also the day in the year in 1995 that Art Modell announced that he had signed a deal that would relocate the Cleveland Browns to Baltimore, <laughs> a city that had been without an NFL team since 1983 when the Baltimore Colts moved to Indianapolis. Yeah. You might want to drink this some more like of this. This is like the Nathan uh, for you of podcasts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Baltimore Ravens, the Cleveland Browns, and the Indianapolis Colts are all football teams. Yes. 
So, so my question is... <laughs> I would love if there was no question. <laughs> question three. This is what Kevin learned He's today. just checking yeah. out. If you were pulled down a rabbit hole a la Michael Jordan in Space Jam to a world not of cartoon characters but of Broadway musical characters... Which Broadway characters would you pick to play these positions on a Broadway character all-star football team? Wait, I just... You know know Space Jam is basketball. Yeah. Right, but we want football. I'm just making sure. Okay, yeah. yeah. I'm a big basketball fan. So sports ball, got it. Okay, so who would play the quarterback of musical theater, like, characters? Brian Darcy James. No, but characters. Brian Darcy James. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. Dan, Dan in the off-Broadway version of Next to Normal, yeah. Brian Darcy James. <laughs> Next. Who's the wide receiver? Max Bialystok in The Producers. Great. Okay. Who's the running back? Um, Kevin, describe these terms. Uh, the running back's the guy who stands behind the quarterback and runs real fast. Oh. If they hand him the ball. And sometimes they give him the ball to throw it if it's like a trick play. That's really good. Oh, you did research. Yeah. <laughs> One standing ovation. <laughs> the running back? Yep. That's um, the one I looked up. Yeah. Uh, let's go with whoever Mark Rylance played in La Bette. <laughs> okay. All right. And last is the kicker. The most important person on the team. <laughs> I thought you just meant like, and this one's the right, kicker. Right, because... <laughs> 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 <And> the kicker. <laughs> yeah, so they save the thing, right? They come in, they save it. Yeah. 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 All right. With their uh, long legs. Sometimes. Their long legs. Interesting. Whoever Angie Schwarer plays in the prom. <laughs> yes! Angie, I love Angie Schwarer. Angie. She's Angie. <laughs> she plays Angie? I'm seeing it next week, so yeah, I don't know the characters. Yes. And, I'm so okay. excited. Number three. <clears throat> You have a brother who is a startup executive by the name of Jesse. That's true. Before, before he died. He's alive. <laughs> Standing up. I was like, the rest of this is based on Jesse, so that's going to be really awkward. That's true. Okay. He would love that joke. Jesse's Girl is a song written and performed by Australian singer Rick Springfield from his album, yeah, Working Class Dog. Inspiration for the song came when Springfield was taking a stained glass class along with his friend Gary and, he, and Gary's girlfriend. He changed Gary to Jesse because he was wearing a T-shirt of the, uh, with the name of the football player Ron Jesse on it. I don't know who that is. I didn't look Gary is a musical play coming to Broadway, right? right. Okay, okay, so perhaps the most interesting fact about okay. Jesse's girl Sorry. is that Springfield says he does not remember the name of the girlfriend who inspired the song. He told that to Oprah, so Oprah's people tried to find the real Jesse's girl, yep. and they got as far as finding out that the teacher of the stained glass class had died two years before they started looking. Just like my brother. And that his widow had thrown <laughs> out the class records a year before they started looking, so we'll never know who Jesse's girl is. Wow. So my question is... Who? <laughs> What, oh what word would you replace for the word girl if I changed Jesse to these different musical theater names? <laughs> okay. What? So, okay, so first one is, I wish that I had Alexander Hamilton's blank. Pontiac. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I wish that I had Princess Anna's... Margarita. <laughs> yeah. It's frozen. Uh. Hey! Stand up! Stand up when you clap for this man! <laughs> Down. My mom's so proud. <laughs> I wish that I had Evan Hansen's blank. 
therapist. <laughs> I wish that I had Regina George's uh, stock options. <laughs> and I wish that I had uh, SpongeBob's square pants. <laughs> I guess you could have said theater. Or whoever Kelvin Moonlow played in SpongeBob SquarePants. You wish you had that. You guys love Kelvin Moonlow? Woo! Well, he's right there. Kelvin, stand up. Yay! It's Kelvin Moonlow, everybody. <laughs> and that has been Kevin's Corner. Screaming. <laughs> you made it out alive. That's it? That's it. You're All right. Good. You did it. Let's, let's play a game. Has, who yes. hasn't tried this? No, no one needs to try that. Okay. Oh, Kevin. No. Oh, describe it for the listeners. Good, right? Brian, what was the impulse? I just, I just listened to my impulses, and that's just what it was. I can't explain why my impulses oh, that are. That's so why you impulses. listened to them, but they didn't say anything? It's tough. No, they were like, keep going, Brian. <laughs> that's not good. That's really not it's good. It's rough. Let's play a game. Let's play yeah. a game. Oh. Right, Ooh, the reserve seating just got here. You guys are late. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we can't catch you up, so you have to listen to the podcast. <laughs> All right, everyone. We are going to hold... Wow. Something is happening over there. Uh -oh. That will not do. Oh, it's the fan meetup. Everybody, when I say the count of three, we have to go absolutely insane. Hang on, oh, yeah, hang on. Ready? Yeah. Hang on. Okay, they're done right now. So on the count of three, just go absolutely insane. <laughs> One, two, three. <laughs> pretty good. We that was good. wonderful. That was awesome. Right. So Sorry. to get to know these three gentlemen beside me, I have decided to hold the very first Mr. Broadway competition yes. right here in this room. Um, if you've listened to the show, you know how much I love Miss America. And so this has come from just the question and answer portion of Miss America. Oh, I'm ready. But before <laughs> we begin our question round of Mr. Broadway to get to know these two gentlemen, three gentlemen, who did I cut immediately in my mind? <laughs> <laughs> Um, we need to find out what local competitions they won to get here on this stage. Ooh. So, for instance, a Miss New Jersey, a Miss Pennsylvania. So, just places around Broadway that they would have won the competition for to get here. So, I'm going to need some suggestions from you all. What local do you think Kevin won? <laughs> the cheesecake place. Kevin is Mr. Junior's. Cheesecakes. The, jun the Junior's cheesecake semifinal. Yes. I'm the Junior Cheesecake Little Miss. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what do you think that Alex won to get here? Huh? Yes. Sardi's, the Winter Garden? I would say he's Mr. Winter Garden. That makes sense. I'm okay with that. I like the, sort of the Sardis. Sil Sardis? The Sardis Silver Cup is fine. <laughs> Sardis Silver Cup. Beautiful. So we'll call you Mr. Sardis from here on out of the competition. And Brian, what did he win to get here? The pizza cart. Kodama Schmackery. Kodama. Brian, what would you have entered? The Kodama, the silver kimono from Kodama. <laughs> Brian, I'll, what do you think? I, I or do you want to be Mr. Pasta Lovers? That's what I thought for you. <laughs> Schmackeries. Let's do Schmackeries. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Schmackeries from here on out. All right, so what I have in the back, so I don't have the cool little fishbowl that they use on Miss America, as I'm sure you've all watched every year, like myself. Usually there's a little fishbowl that has ping pong balls, and it's going and going and going, and you pick a number. That number is assigned to a judge. That judge asks that question. So I just have three, since there are only three of you. Okay. 
and then I'll just have you pick at random when it is your turn. There are two rounds of questions, a la the 2018 competition. So the first round, guys, so start intense. watching Miss America if it's not canceled this year. Because <laughs> um, it might be. Steve Harvey is a gem. <laughs> that was Miss Universe. But... <laughs> Wait, why aren't we competing for Miss Universe, Mr. Universe? Because you're Mr. Broadway. We're oh, at right. Broadway I forgot. Con. I forgot already. Then we get to go on to the next level. Know how it works, Brian. Yes. Right. And then, then you move to L.A. and you compete for Mr. Hollywood. Oh, yeah. do, we, do we have to compete with Mr. West End as well? Yes. Okay, great. It's a whole thing. Wow. Yeah, Mr. Toronto. It's everywhere. I love Mr. It. Regional. Okay. Sure. So you're going <laughs> to... So we have two rounds. One round is more heavy-hitting policy questions. Of course. Um, and then the second round is to get to know your personality. Of oh, course. Um, as per pageant rules, you have 30 seconds to answer. Try and answer, you know, in your best pageant way. So repeat the question in your answer. Sure, sure. Give a, you know, a typical answer, reason, conclusion. And I'm totally beveling under the table right now. Yes. Just so everyone knows. And again, you have just 30 seconds for sure. each answer. Okay. I'm going to start my timer. Okay. As soon as Mr. Juniors picks a number for the first round. <laughs> Mr. Juniors. I know it's going to kill me every time. My question is three. Number three. <clears throat> of the elements of the triple threat, dancing, singing, and acting, which are you confident with? Which do you need to work on? And which would you like to never have to do again? The timer starts now. Well, of all the triple threats, singing, dancing, and acting, the one that I feel the most confident with would have to be my beautiful singing voice. Um, I went to college for classical voice, so I feel like I could uh, sing a little bit if I need to. Um, I think that my dancing is great because I keep dancing on my own, and I dance like no one is watching, but um, that's something that I could, could can you watch, work on for if someone was watching how I was dancing? Um, and then I think that... My acting is the worst. And that's Sorry, the end your of your is question. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Mr. Do I win? What did we decide you were? Sardis. Sardis. Yeah, Sardis. Mr. Sardis, pick a number. Number two. Number two. If you could rewrite the ending to one musical or play, what would it be and why? Your timer starts now. If I could rewrite the musical to... Sorry. Nope, it's time still going. If I could rewrite the end to any musical, I would make it so that Dear Evan Hansen ended with Evan Hansen going to jail for fraud. <laughs> All you'll see is bars forever. <laughs> and why yeah. in your next seven seconds? And also, please come see Beetlejuice at the Winter Garden on, April, on March 28th. And that's the end of Thank your you. time. Thank you so much. I'm wearing an evening gown under this. That leaves Mr. Schmackery's with question one. Sure. If you had the power to revive one show, what would it be, and who would you cast in the lead? Oh, Parade and Carmen Cusack. Done. Ooh. I didn't need 30 seconds for that. Didn't even start the Wow, that was, in the cha- that was in the chamber, yeah. and not e- that, we didn't have to load the chamber. Hashtag, that was amazing. I'd like the judges to note that he didn't answer or rephrase the question in oh. his answer. He's just trying to disqualify me. <laughs> if, if I would revive better. Parade, hashtag revive Parade, with Carmen Cusack. That's insane. Yeah. Who's Leo Frank? Carmen Cusack. Thank you so much. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Should um, we move on shall to... Shall we move on to round yeah, two? Round two, yeah. absolutely, sure. Um, if I could have all the numbers back, please. Oh, I didn't, ha- so I I didn't even get one. one. So anyway, was of course. Track. Shut up, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well. Fair. So everyone just try and keep those answers in mind as I will ask you for a round of applause <laughs> to choose our winner. 
in a moment. Okay. Um, after round two, now remember that this is for us to get to know your personality. As once you are Mr. Broadway, you will take over the Mr. Broadway Instagram account, and you'll need to do um, weekly live chats with your fans. You'll be uh, our no, representative I'm, I'm on all red carpets. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I just, well, I'm, I would like to take myself out of this competition. That's also not really happening. Okay, great. <laughs> but I'm confident that that is why they added the personality question into Miss America. Absolutely. Is because she had to run the Instagram account. Totally. Right? Never seen it. I know. Um, Steve Harvey. And l- <laughs> let's start in the opposite order. So, Brian, Mr. Schmackeries, if you could pick a number. I would love to. Three. Question number three. What is your favorite show tune, and can you sing your favorite part? Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, my favorite show tune is... Uh, oh, no. <laughs> I can't think of any musicals right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, my favorite so show tune is um, Jungle of Newell. From Susical, <laughs> as one would choose. That's the only thing I could think of. And um, um, on the 15th of May in the jungle of Newell, in the heat of the day, in the cool of the pool, that's my favorite lyric. Yeah. That was exactly 30 <laughs> seconds. Mild applause. <laughs> yeah. All right, we're going to go with Mr. Sardis. One. Question number one. What is one pop culture phenomena you think is overrated? Oh, my God. How much time do you have? All right. Uh, uh, you know, Tide Pods were not fun. That didn't work I feel out. like Andy Rooney. I feel like an old man. Like, what are you? It's a cleaning product. Why would you put that in your mouth? All right. I also think I, I tried doing this yesterday, and I failed, and a girl laughed at me. And I, I said something about something dabbing. Yeah. And she said, yeah. And I said, it's this, right? And I went like... <laughs> So I think that needs to go to hell forever. Your version yeah. of it or like the actual thing? Yes. <laughs> Wonderful. I think it has been replaced with flossing. Okay. Yeah. yeah. My nephew and niece. Well, I think flossing is very important. Um, yeah. Continue to floss. Yeah, no, yes. I think flossing is very important. As long as it's how I, what I think I'm talking about. Sure. All right, Mr. Juniors. Yes. That leaves you with question number two. That's what I wanted. What is your most prized possession? Oh. Your timer starts now. So my new uh, most favorite prized possession is the thing that I plug my lamp in in my apartment that makes me be able to say, Lexa, turn on the light. Um, I know so it seems Alexa? really stupid, but like in my apartment, there's no, like all of the lights, I'm really smart, they're all along the, the back of the wall. So to like get there, I have to walk through everything. And if I left anything on the floor, it's like a danger zone. So the greatest thing I got for Christmas this year was one of those things you plug your light into and then you mm. say, Alexa, turn on my light. And it does. And oh, that's my thing. Alexa, is this 30 seconds up? <laughs> I wish I had my Alexa to set the timers. That'd be fancy. It's my favorite thing to do when your hands are full of bacon. I, I tried Alexa make me a drink, but that didn't work. Oh, what if you could connect you to a bar? Wouldn't that be great? That would be so good. Okay, so we have heard all of our answers from our three contestants. I'm going to do one of these little hands-over-the-head situations, and you let me know who you think is Mr. Broadway. Shall we? Yes. Sure. We will start here. (laughs) This is insane. This is a real thing. <laughs> that dip was not good. <laughs> <laughs> 
how do people decide what's loud enough? <laughs> right. They all sounded similar to, to me. <laughs> Very similar, but I will say that... Um, the tiebreaker goes to the platinum reserve seating. <laughs> <laughs> Let's listen up. Perfect. They have told me that our runner-up for Mr. Broadway is Mr. Schmackeries. Oh. our first ever Mr. Broadway, who I will create an Instagram account and force him to make and use immediately. Okay, great. Is Mr. Sardi. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Which makes me the second runner-up, even though she didn't announce it. <laughs> Should for any reason Mr. Broadway be unable to continue his duties throughout this first year, his duties will move to the first runner-up and then to the second runner-up. Mm, yeah, I'm the first yeah. runner-up, yeah. yeah. I got some showgirls things to do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know well, what that means. That brings us to the end of our episode. Um, we want to obviously thank Alex uh, a ton. Let's give him a round of applause. <laughs> Thank you very much, everybody. Thanks for having me. Um, remember, go see Beetlejuice at the Winter Garden. Um, yes. From what you've just heard, it's super exciting. We cannot wait. Please come. Also, come afterwards. There's the stage door is super accessible. We're on 7th Avenue. Come out, hang out, and that's like a really fun time for everybody, um, mostly for me. I really do hang out. If anyone's ever seen anything I've ever done, School of Rock, everything, I do hang out. So please come hang out, and we'll, you know, take pictures and... Throw rocks at cars. <laughs> no, right. just kidding. But, Bring uh, him this drink. <laughs> yeah. Um, this, drink, this drink has turned me into the devil. <laughs> um, don't forget, you can follow us at Broad Wasted. You can find us on all social media. You can find us on iTunes. Rate and review us there. Five, Five stars, stars, please. And thank you. You can follow Alex at A Bright Monster or AB Right Monster, whichever, <laughs> however way you read it. Sure. Um, and then, um, of course, um, we've got some cool stuff coming up. We're going to be doing some yeah. live shows this year, a lot more of those. Um, so make sure to follow us on all of our um, social media. Um, our patrons will hear about those first, so that is available for you as well. Um, but we and always end it with a quote. Oh, yeah. And you always forget. I always forget. Um, today's quote is, time stops when dreams come true before you. Time stops when fantasy is real. I knew this moment was expected, but this good, who could? Big fish. I want Tim Burton. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, immediately felt like I had to defend myself. I think it's a great... I really think this is great. You guys should follow this podcast. It's one of my favorite things of all time. There won't be a better episode than number 89. 89! And as we end every episode, we raise a glass and we say, Cheers! Thank you all. Enjoy Broadway Con. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you all so much. Thank you so much for all of those that joined us live at BroadwayCon and to all of you who just downloaded and listened to the episode. We really, really appreciate it. Make sure to check out... <laughs> I'm sorry, eating. eating. Make sure to check out goldstar.com backslash broadwasted and use the code BROADWASTED, all caps, to get $10 off your orders for the best live tickets with the best customer service. Live your best live at goldstar.com. We know you're Broadway fans, so get on out there. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work 
or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R E R I S E T H E A T R E dot org because only together we rise.